Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's get some job in. Morant on the attack at Hill. Euro steps to the window, lays it up and in, gets fouled. He'll get one more. John Morant with a beautifully athletic move, hanging in the air, scooping with the left hand. Getting bumped and still finishing the play. Jones to the left wing. Down the center of the lane now. Gets to the window right side. Scoops and scores. A tough shot. A little English off the finger roll. And Mike Budenholzer is watching his team get dismantled. Randall running started George Hill. Downhill at Lopez. Hangs. Banks. Scores. Are you kidding me? He hung. Brought it down and floated it up over the league's leading shot blocker. What a bank shot. Morant, working left elbow, lobs to the rim, Clark, there it is. Another triple-double for John Morant and a flush for Brandon Clark, who's now in double figures. Four players in the reserve unit in double figures, seven for the Grizzlies total. Yeah, it was uh, it was something else. It was, and Zaire's uh, bucket is what put him up by 50. So the question then comes, you prove the wave <laughs> Do you, because there they are in the fourth quarter. The fans are doing the wave. I, I don't know how that started, by the way. I don't know who said this is. The so th- this is an interesting thing because I was my wife and I were talking last night. Do you ever remember seeing the wave in FedEx Forum? Because I don't like I couldn't think of it. I'm not saying that I it hasn't, but I don't recall it. I think I've seen the wave at the Liberty Bowl. Correct. I think uh, I have uh, what? I know I've seen it during uh, a Mad Dogs game at the Liberty Bowl because I participated in it. Uh, but I don't recall. I, there probably has been a wave before. I don't recall it. It doesn't. It, it it doesn't immediately spring to mind these days. The wave is is as I'll be honest. Here, let me let me give my, my my fundamental view on last night's wave. All right, I freaking loved it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I thought it was a laugh out loud funny moment. I know that the anti-wave people uh, may be emerging now, but this was not your garden variety wave. This was beating the freaking Bucks by fifty. How do we amuse ourselves? And by the way, humiliate them further, and uh, by doing something as ridiculous as the wave and what of course made it truly magnificent a truly memorable moment is the fact that the players participated and no one participated with more enthusiasm than John ja Morant indeed and by this time I was I was I had gotten back from Jarvis's uh, extravaganza and was watching it live and John ja was like 
his head was turned because you could tell he wanted to make sure he caught the wave on its next time around. Like you could see him. It's not just that he, he actually was like waiting for the wave to get to him. Like he was a one, you know, nine year old kid waiting for the wave to get to him. And he was the most enthusiastic waver of all the wavers, but they're all doing it. It was absolutely tremendous. And no, I don't want to see the wave in the next game or the next game or the next game. Uh, But for this game, it had the same comic effect maybe not quite as clever as the defense defense Couldn't agree more. last last year when you were up by what were they up 70 by? something against the thunder <laughs> yeah so um it, it, that, that was more clever mm-hmm. but this was just a perfectly timed wave now what do you say to those jeffrey and you might be able to include chris middleton among them mm-hmm. who who would argue that it was disrespectful, not of the fans, but disrespectful of the Grizzlies to engage in the wave. Play better? <laughs> That's the play better. Yeah. And don't the let the game thing. get don't let don't don't go down by fifty in a game don't that everybody that everybody and, and, probably paid a lot of money to go see. And here's the other thing, by the way. That's exactly right. If there was anything that was disrespectful about that game last night, it was their performance. It was their their performance was disrespectful. We know, listen, the Grizzlies obviously came out wanting to prove a point. People had circled this game. This is one of the elite teams. And not only that, it's Giannis is going to be the, you know, going to be the MVP and not Ja. And people are mentioning Brooke Lopez, defensive play. Like there's all kinds of, of reasons to get up for this game. So because these very clearly came out and wanted to prove a point, measuring stick, all of that. And they played magnificently and they smashed them right out of the gate. But we know that the Bucks are in fact an excellent basketball team. And unless they fundamentally at some point just quit and mailed it in, they're not going to lose by 50. So if you're going to quit and disrespect the game and mail it in in the fashion that you did, then I don't have any quibble whatsoever with the Grizzlies doing the wave on your head. No, and I mean, the Grizzlies were basically playing what they're – they were playing their bench basically the entire fourth quarter. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was the bench doing the wave. It was the players on the bench doing the wave, and Correct. those players all happened to be the starters doing the wave on the bench. Um, so I had no problems with it uh, whatsoever. It was absolutely glorious and will go down as one of the memorable moments of this season. Do you take any anything of larger significance in terms of what this makes you think of the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies vis-a-vis, um, the Bucks, any of that this year? I think it makes you realize the Grizzlies' best is pretty damn good because I, I think there was, and I think rightfully so. I think I don't necessarily think it was anyone doubting whether or not this team is good. I think there was just some wondering of, okay, how good are they? And does this mean right. after oh, one game that they're not now they should be that this should be they take over the Bucks as a as a favorite to win the league? No, but. I think it does let you know that this team, their their best is pretty good. I think that's exactly right. There has been this perception. Let's be honest. Where did, where were they picked coming into this 
where were they picked coming into the season? I think seventh or eighth overall. Yeah. So, and, and they certainly weren't picked as the best in the West once again, right? No, I think they had the fourth best odds coming into the season. Yeah. So, um, so there was not skepticism. Again, as you point out, no one doubted that the Grizzlies are good. No one doubted that Jazz is a star. No one doubted those things at all. But there was a lot of, man, they're going to take a step back. Uh, Jaron's going to be out at the beginning of the year. They're certainly going to take a step back, at least at the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, they really benefited last year from a watered-down West. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of that. And so, just a, and, and so there was a lot of um, justification for putting them in. People came up with reasons to put them fourth, as opposed to first or second or third in the West. And here they are. They look absolutely as good as any other team in the West. Um, and, and, and even as people began to respect them more and more this year, there was still the sense that, okay, there's the separation between the best teams in the East and, and any team in the West, but including the Grizzlies. And I'm not, again, as you point out, I'm not saying that, that the odds are going to change that, that, that one game changes that perception, uh, broadly speaking, or will change the odds of the Grizzlies winning the title. But I will say on the morning show this morning, um, they were talking about John Morant as Patrick Mahomes, and they were talking about the Grizzlies as, you know, perhaps the best team in the league and a team that could have won the title last year had John Morant not gotten hurt. Um, so it's very clearly is a – it's just a holy-ass moment, right? You, you, there's a moment – I look at the NBA – I look at all the NBA scores – if I if I haven't caught the game or highlights of the game as it's unfold as the games are unfolding, the next morning as I'm preparing for the show or whatever else, I just look at all the other scores. And when you see the score, whether you live in Memphis or Sacramento or San Antonio or Portland or Boston, well, you not you, you just go what? <laughs> like you, you yeah, do was that, is that a typo? You do the same double take that I did when I was at Jarvis's party, and someone showed me the second score. It's like what? And so, in that way, it is one hundred percent a statement win. It is one hundred percent a statement win. And the statement is: when we are at our best, we can beat anybody. And by the way, Desmond Bain is sitting over there on the bench. Yeah, in street now, clothes. Mind you, so is Drew Holiday. Sure. So, it, it, but that's a fair fight. Um, but yeah, our best. You haven't seen our best, and our best is good enough to go up 50 on the Milwaukee Bucks at home. So just an extraordinary, extraordinary night at uh, FedEx Forum. Some other things we did want, I, I did want to mention, it appears that, the, um, that Steph is not going to play in that Christmas Day game, which is unfortunate. Yes? It, it definitely will kind of take away some of the hype surrounding it, uh, I'm fine with it. I, I'm now eyes on the prize. You said this is the, the latest the Grizzlies have ever been at the it's top the of the standings. The Grizzlies have ever been yeah, number I, one, and you would like them to finish number one. You would like them to win the, what the hell is the guy's name, the former commissioner's award for best record. And, well, they're not going to do that. You'd like them to win the West, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'd and, like and, them to be the, the number one seed. What it does is it focuses attention on Christmas Day. And to be Even clear, that, I don't care about them winning. Well, I don't yeah. care about them winning a trophy. I do care about 
um, being right when you were uh, antagonizing me for saying I think they could be better than last year and then finishing better than last year. I simply wanted you to declare your uh-huh. declare yourself. Yeah, and you said yes, and I and mm-hmm. and and you may well you may well mm-hmm. be right. The it's going to on Christmas Day. It's just going to turn that much more of a spotlight on Ja. You know, otherwise, Ja. Let's be honest. Ja would would have played co-star with Steph. Now Ja is going to be the hundred percent dude to look at. And uh, and I don't I don't really care. Listen, it was it was okay. People kind of the Warriors were just fine beating the Grizzlies without without Ja. I don't think the Grizzlies and Grizzlies fans should have any problem beating the Warriors without Steph. Yeah, I mean, and also, like, if you really want to spin zone it properly, like, it can become just an infomercial for the Grizzlies if the Grizzlies if the Grizzlies just make it a laugher. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.